Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, indie, punk, ska, sadness, and everything in between, especially that last bit. With me again is Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Yeah, that's the most... That's the best joke you're going to get out of us for the first 10 minutes. Uh Normally, I try to have a sense of not humor or snark or whatever it is to help lighten the mood sometimes when people are in a bad mood or when bad things happen i try to lighten the situation a touch um i understand that many people don't want to hear that right now and i wouldn't even know where to begin as of this Mm -hmm. afternoon several hours ago we found out that eddie van halen passed away at the age of 65 due to his long battle with throat cancer roughly about five years I sent that to Gretchen. Five people, five of my friends contacted me about it. Uh, the guys at the Rock Coliseum were all talking about it briefly when we found out. And more and more news poured in. And it wasn't so much news as it was tributes and messages and posts, quotes, so many other things. And I also said to Gretchen earlier, 2020 keeps rolling along. <laughs> Just that's how it is. I don't know. Yeah. It's not done yet, folks. Uh, There's no justice I am going to be able to do when I say that Eddie Van Halen was the legendary guitarist. He is top five guitarist of all time, probably top three. And for everyone that's saying, well, who else would be there? I would honestly say Van Halen's up there with Jimi Hendrix. I really would. And when you take that logic into consideration, really think about Eddie. He had his own modded guitars. He had patents for how his guitars were played. He's the one that started tapping like crazy and started actually holding guitars differently. He was innovative before guitar play and actual guitars were meant to be anything but just an instrument. He is the one that did that. And this is not an exaggeration when I say that Eddie Van Halen was the direct sole inspiration for millions of teenagers around the world in the 80s to pick up a guitar for the first time. And that goes into the 90s, too. That's not even close to an exaggeration either. He is the sole inspiration for that. Van Halen was the turn of that generation from the 70s to 80s to that not so much party rock, southern charm rock with heavy metal combined mixed in. It was such a new feeling, a new thing when Van Halen 1 came out in the late 70s. And then Van Halen 2. And then so many other albums past that, 1984. And I know many people are going to say, well, Van Halen had so many different generations because of David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. And then later on, Eddie proved Eddie was the backbone of the band. And he proved that when David Lee Roth left and Sammy Hagar joined in. And Sammy Hagar is a great musician, great singer, great guitarist. He proved Van Halen could have many, many more hits, even though they lost such a powerhouse and a character and a frontman in David Lee Roth. Eddie proved he could carry on, and they did just fine without him, which proves how much Van Halen had because of the name and because of that guitarist. Not taking things away from the brother, not taking things from Alex, not even taking things away from Wolfgang. We'll talk about him in a minute. Let's be honest. Van Halen died today. It wasn't just Eddie. There's not going to be any more Van Halen, in my opinion. Tribute bands are just that. Continuing on Van Halen as the actual name would not work. 
people get in an uproar sometimes about Queen when they have Adam Lambert filling in with some of the original members of Queen. You can't do Van Halen without Eddie. It's just not possible. And I don't know where else to go from there. So I'm going to go over two quick quotes. And I'm going to show the screen for you watching on YouTube and at the live stream. Thank you for tuning in. For those listening on the podcast feeds, I'll read everything out loud so you don't have to see. Um, Scroll down, display. It was announced from Wolfgang's actual Twitter, at Wolf Van Haven. 2.26 p.m. Central Time, 3.26 Eastern. I can't believe I'm having to write this, but my father, Edward, Edward Van Halen, has lost his long and arduous battle with cancer this morning. He was the best father I could ever ask for. Every moment I've shared with him on and off stage was a gift. My heart is broken, and I don't think I'll ever fully recover from this loss. I miss you so much. I love you so much, Pop. Excuse me. So, and with that, he posted a picture of his dad. And that's it. That was the news. That's how it broke. From family, from his son, who was in the lineup for Van Halen actively. And that line of every moment I've shared with him on, on and off stage was a gift. That's a very poetic and touching line from mm-hmm. son to father. And Eddie had help. He had his family support for many years through this uh, cancer battle. And this is where I'll go before I go to the thing. Let me turn this back off. I mean, I'm a little more personal about it now, just seeing this in 2020. After seeing my mom go through several surgeries and infection and then radiation therapy because of her cancer battle this year, she pulled through. And I just think about Eddie, five years of that roughly. Five years of just constant treatments and surgeries and everything else. Heavy medication, going back and forth to specialists. Oy. And it sucks. And that's how he goes out. I hope Eddie realizes now just how much he was loved and appreciated and also how many people he inspired. Because that is the true word, inspiration as a guitarist. People play differently because of him. So, another statement from Sammy Hagar later, later, shortly after Wolfgang's post. Let me go back here, just make sure everyone's YouTube sees it. It's a picture of Sammy and Eddie on an airplane. Just one, one line, two sentences. Heartbroken and speechless. My love to the family. And there's a picture of Sammy and Eddie in later years just smiling with each other. Eddie's arm around Sammy. So that's where we're at right now. There's been an outpouring of every type of tribute you can imagine. And they're going to go on and on and on. On SiriusXM, they're doing a live call-in show for fans to call into Ozzy's Boneyard just to talk about Van Halen. Impact they had, favorite songs, things like that. One of my... A more unique thing when I was talking to a friend of mine who is not a music fan. He's not even knowledgeable about music. He knows melodies of famous songs and that's it. He couldn't tell you the difference between, oh, I don't even know. (laughs) He couldn't tell you the difference between Nine Inch Nails and Nickelback. You know, he's not a rock fan, let alone a music fan. He knew Van Halen. He knew the songs from Van Halen because he's heard the music before. 
he even knew this was a big deal. So, I see many comments in the chat room uh, about the Mount Rushmore of guitarists. No reunions anymore. I don't. There shouldn't be. I don't think. One of my friends, another one of my friends, uh, Joe Numbers from Wrestling Soup, was talking about that. Yeah, he's top five. And another YouTuber, Emperor Tiger Star, who has a history YouTube channel that's very popular with maps and studying history and things like that. He was talking about his inspiration with Van Halen and just seeing Pound Cake performed live where Sammy Hagar took out a power drill and played that with a guitar. <clears throat> And actually just held the power drill to the strings and just started playing with that. You don't get stuff like that anymore either. I mean, he was beyond one of a kind. And that was, uh, I want to say that, like the power drill thing, I want to say was 90s, early to mid-90s. Man, oh man. I don't think it's ever going to do justice for all these tributes and stuff. I joked around on the Discord server saying a quick message saying after the news broke because we we're going to talk about other things the podcast was meant to be more jovial and just like it always is news information bad jokes me rambling on but after that it kind of broke down and i kind of in all caps i didn't kind of i actually did it in all caps i told the discord server everyone start playing van halen one that's just how it is right now Boy, oh boy, I don't know what else is going to be said. I know in the United States, the political world had a lot of big news today as well. And that should not, and that is obviously going to take away focus. It should not deter from the fact that we lost a legend that is irreplaceable in what he's done. Mm -hmm. So, one of my favorite lines ever from any pop culture. And Gretchen just saw this movie for the first time a couple months ago. In Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in the late 80s, Bill and Ted were recording themselves, trying to, for a music video, an introduction, trying to figure out how to take the band and take it to the next level. And they were talking about how they can get Eddie Van Phelan to play with them. He was a part of pop culture. He was beyond music. And just because he was that good of a guitar player. One of my more notable things that I always remembered, my mom, my mother was a real estate agent. She had two computers in her office and one was the old beat up outdated one just with files on it this thing was outdated like in 95 you know it was not windows this was like ms dos but on it were some old ms dos games one of them was like just the graphic wheel of fortune you know with bad sound effects no animation mm -hmm. really just flash screens one of the puzzles in like a early 90s wheel of fortune game one of the answers was eddie van halen hmm he is a household name and he's earned it there's so many other indications of that someone just mentioned like eruption was one take yeah it was and eruptions another song you should be playing off van halen it's, it's a barely two minutes i don't even think just to hear what he can do with the guitar and just a minute and a half that you think about some of the amazing guitarists of all time how few of them even stack up close to Eddie Van Halen. And I think it's because of that creativity. He tried to do things different. He tried to innovate and get wildly creative and have fun with it because he enjoyed playing the guitar. So it's another chapter ended in 2020. 
And I know everyone's going to be fed up with hearing that. In the history books, people are going to say, 2020, why did everyone complain so much? Well, we had a lot to complain about. There, like in 10, 15, 20 years from now, probably longer than 20 years, but still, there's going to be college students writing thesis papers, studying the year of 2020 and all the crazy events. Because there's so much that happened across the world. It's October 6th right now. We have less than three months, everyone. We can make it. And I know this is not the news everyone wanted to hear. And many people say he had been sick for so long. It was a matter of time. I understand that. But still, whenever it happens, when so many other bad things going on, it just feels like it adds on. And I also feel that way as well. And hearing and seeing that post from Wolfgang and hearing about Eddie passing finally. Yeah, it's end of an era. Mm. So I on the YouTube page for this one. I left a pinned comment. I just said, RIP Eddie. Feel free to leave whatever comments you want. Respect, memories, favorite songs, whatever you want. If you're listening to this on the podcast feeds, on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever, feel free to tweet stuff at me, at RockedNet. I'll try to share stories and retweet them as well. Just make sure you have the hashtag Van Halen on there so I'll remember it and recognize it. That way I'll retweet it when, I, when it's sent to me. Yeah, that's that. Again, that was as... I'm not very good at being formal off the cuff. But I can at least be serious. And that's as best as I can do. Because I said in the very beginning of this big long rant. And I apologize to Gretchen for not letting her talk too much. But I did warn her about that. Sorry again, Gretchen. Yeah, it's fine. Um, There's no way anything I'm going to say is going to be able to do him justice. Just like most of us. So... I want to appreciate everyone taking the time to send posts and messages that are sharing stuff out about Van Halen. Don't stop now. If you're on social media, just share Van Halen memories. Share your, a link to your favorite song by Van Halen. You know, that's all you have to do. Keep it going. Other than that, hopefully the people around him are doing okay. Hopefully they were able to say goodbye because the medical field with all the COVID stuff going on does not make it easy to say goodbye to sick families and sick patients and things like that. Yeah. I mean, my mom, when my mom was getting treated, she had to get COVID tested three times and the hospitals are very different now for any type of treatment. So him going in and out for the last, he just this year when he was already getting worse and worse, I can't even imagine was any easier, even though he had the means and access to have people come to him. Hoy. Rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah. Sorry for the silence. I guess there's just no way to end that really positively. I wanted to start with that. There are other, other, the world of rock and metal did go on. And to be honest, me just rambling and ranting and giving thoughts about Eddie right now, after all that, it's not going to do as more justice than it already has because it's just going to keep making the mood worse at that point. Just do your homework and... Play Van Halen 1 if you have Spotify or Amazon Music or Apple Music or whatever. So thanks again for about that, too. Thanks for sticking with me through that. Rest in peace, Eddie. I see Fs going up in the chat. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he deserves a lot of them. As we move on, and I'm going to try to do adjust to the proper mood for the following one. The world is changing. Um, for those who are not in the United States... The highest leadership in our country, 
President Trump and many people around him helping the country now have COVID. And that was all the news this weekend. And there's more and more people in the White House getting it. The reason I lead on to this is because also this past weekend, on my birthday, Saturday, there was a concert. And it was the start of a drive-in tour. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, there's drive-in tours going on. What's the big deal? There's been a few of them already. <laughs> well, this was advertised as a drive-in concert. It wasn't. No. Nope. Aaron Sully. Aaron Sully. Wow. You see how mind is, my mind is working. I just combine <laughs> them into the same. They've become one. Ugh, crabby Uncle Aaron Sully. Yeah, there you go. What a name. Aaron Lewis and Sully Erna are doing their dual duo tour across the country and driving shows. Different rules for different amphitheaters and different venues. I get that. And that makes sense. There's been so many spikes throughout the Midwest where many of these concerts are going on that it doesn't matter. And now there is proof because this um, tour is labeled as drive-in. But if you want to get out of the car and come sit up close, sure, we'll get you seats. Well, there's going to be mass and social distancing, right? My response to that was they're in Sturgis. And also, this is not nearly as bad as Sturgis. I will not take that away from them. But I'm going to show this picture on the screen right now. This is shared by all the DWP festival sites like Welcome to Rockville, Sonic Temple, uh, Louder Than Life, things like that, because this tour is run by DWP. Boy, oh boy, there's going to be a huge spike in COVID cases due to people wanting to hear Aaron Lewis and Sully Erna groan out the hits acoustically. Can you imagine getting that sick just to see this show? Are you kidding me? And many people on the, pa- on the post for this are sharing their thoughts, like saying different things about that. Oh, it's great to see DWP back on the road. And some other people are saying, oh, I, didn't, I thought this was a drive-in only. That's why I didn't buy tickets. I'd love to see a concert like this. That's what all the other comments are. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you scroll down a little bit, Oh, there's people uh, ripping them apart a little bit. I thought this was supposed to be a drive-in tour and the comments and no distancing and few masks. Do what I tell you. Stay away from me. Yeah. If any, there was ever a time for someone to get that message out. Hmm. Uh, Just look at the crowd, everyone. People, no masks. And like people said, well, it was outside. So who cares? People are going to get sick from this. People are getting well, and a lot of people were saying too, like, oh, well, the picture doesn't do it justice. They were really spaced apart. And I'm like, really? Because doesn't look like it, it to me. It and that's a pretty good, like that's it. a pretty clear photo as well. Yeah. Ugh. And you see more people up close. Man, oh man, these two jerks from Boston. I lost a lot of respect for these guys. Ugh. And maybe it's the venue. Maybe it actually is that venue because this was in Iowa, if I'm correct, Cedar Rapids. Um, if that's the case and the other venues are different, okay, I get it, but still, this is well, how if you're gonna post the picture, then maybe not that one if it's a venue thing. Yeah, I get that too. I don't blame that as much because that's the photographer's job, they need pictures to promote. Oh, yeah, but they could have done better than this. Oh my gosh, get pictures of the cars if it is a drive in. Someone just said stain smack or God stained. Yeah, combine them. Might as well at this point. Because they were playing both like each other's songs. Like people are getting really insanely sick from those Trump rallies of people being outside just in talking distance. People are dying Mm -hmm. from that. 
That's how so many people like in the White House stuff got sick because none of them ever wear masks. They didn't take it serious. These people in this, they just want a concert. They want a little bit of their normalcy life back. They want concerts back. I get that better than most of you could probably imagine. Mm-hmm. I assure you, I have lived the concert and festival life more than many of these people combined. It's not worth it right now. And you're promoting mm-hmm. this. No, I... <laughs> I'm looking like I just see people like turning to the left and stuff like that. No masks, not even close. Also, for those who are saying, well, it could be social distance. It could like still could be six feet apart when the show ends and everyone starts leaving. Do you really think that everyone's still going to like line up in a six foot by apart line, single file? No, they're all going to walk drunkenly to the to the exit and then drunkenly stumble to their cars if they're not already in them and just keep talking and yelling at each other. And I say drunkenly because it's an Aaron Lewis concert. The <clears throat> beer is part of it. Come on now. So, ugh. I don't know. I think stuff like this is what's going to set us back. This is why we will not get mm-hmm. concerts until spring 2021. It's bad. I mean, Gretchen and I are hoping for May for festivals. And some states are doing better than others, but right now the Midwest is doing terrible. But yeah, this is why. You're going you're gonna to advertise a drive-in concert? Because like Gretchen and I have seen other drive-in concerts. Smith, uh, Smith and Myers did one. Gretchen and I drove by one in Richmond like for a local band. Like a band that had some radio hits like Carbon Leaf. That was a true drive-in show. There were people like tailgating in their seats at their own car. You did not see rows of chairs like that. Yeah. So it's stuff like this that really just sets everything back. Ugh. So the next time you hear someone talk about Aaron Lewis or Sully Erna, make sure to bring up this. I want their names tied to something like this now because they had to play acoustic butt rock to a bunch of drunk, impatient people who just can't be told to wear a mask and they just want to do what they want so they can hear uh, so they can hear songs like outside and I stand alone (laughs) acoustically in the in like eight o'clock at night on a Wednesday this was on a Saturday, but the tour's going on. It's a big tour, too. This is going across the country. And this is for bigger venues, too. If I'm correct, they're going to be playing at the venues. Like, they'll set up the stage at the Speedways, like, in Jacksonville and Charlotte, where they're going to have... They're planning on having a couple festivals in May, because May's the big festival mm-hmm. month for rock and metal in uh, the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it, guys. Everyone knows how much I love Slipknot and Tool and all these Deftones. I would not go to that concert this year if they said they were doing something like that. Wait. Just wait at this point. Yep. And someone was telling me, yeah, the Florida governor's going to try to open up the state again. Oh, so they already... Yeah. Pr- I mean, Florida's already got their own problems. They just had their Stanley Cup boat parade. Which, yeah, that's safe for all the people on the boats. But all the people lined up across the banks and no one had a mask on because Florida's incapable of learning a lesson. (sighs) 
They're just living up to the stereotype now that Florida has. I think they're exposing themselves and proving the stereotype. Because they were always living up to it. I, I guess that's a better way to say it. But you're right. Yeah, they are. But now it's like there's no doubt anymore. Because people used to come up to like, is all that stuff about Florida man, all the stories actually true? Now they know it's true. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't even Florida. This was Iowa. And this tour is going on for a while. Like a lot of Midwest uh, small town markets too, like Tulsa, somewhere in Missouri, not the city, the actual city, Springfield or Kansas City or St. Louis, the main one, St. Louis. Boy, oh boy, I don't even know what to say about that. It's gross. They couldn't have just waited or they could have at least just made it the actual driving experience that they advertised. Ugh. So here's the thing, for, a question for all, everyone in the chat right now that's a little more chat room savvy than I am. You type an F for respect. What letter you t- do you type when you want to uh, just totally just disregard people? Just the go- What's the go screw yourself letter on the keyboard for that? Go screw yourself. Because if there's one for respect, there should be one for that as well. I don't know. Something to think about for later. I'm sure there might already be one. I just don't know what it is. I didn't always know F was for respect. So, moving on. We're going to talk about some more interesting things. Not so much the dour news from Eddie Van Halen. And the disgusting news from Aaron and Sully. Aaron Sully. There's a name. Still, I'll just... If people... S is S the one. F... We say F to their reputation. Yeah, well, I can't can't argue that. Ivan's fed up, too. Yeah, I don't blame you, Ivan. (laughs) Uh, some other news that's a little bit interesting from Scott Eid of Anthrax. He did an interview with Bees on his Mosh Talks channel on Twitch. Uh, to paraphrase very quickly, and this was broken on Loudwire and things like that. I made a post about it on Instagram. There will be no new Anthrax album until the band can tour again to promote it. This, he says there's no understandable or reasonable way they could do that. It makes no sense to release the album now until they can promote it on the road and play with it. And to be fair, a lot of people are very um, for and against that idea of doing things. That business practice, I guess, is a better way to say it for the band. Some people are saying, yeah, we totally get it. You have to live and promote the album. You can't just always do everything. Other people say, no, we want the music. now. we want to have something. If you have the music, push it out. So, there is, and to be fair, also, Anthrax is not the only band doing this. Weezer shelved their album. It's been done for a while. They're waiting until they can actually start up the Hella Mega Tour next year. The Pretty Reckless postponed their album till the beginning of next year, even though it's done. So there are many bands that have done this already. I think it's because Scott Ian said it makes no sense to do it. While other bands have been releasing their music this year, their albums, Deftones, other things like that, because they've been working on it for so long, it's just the time they planned anyway. It's not a right or wrong answer on that. But I get why they're doing it. I do too. And it makes more sense if it's a smaller band. This is Anthrax, you know. They're, they don't make much money off their albums anymore anyway, even if they go gold or platinum. But they make a ton of money on the road. Tickets, merch. They support huge bands. Sometimes bands smaller than them just because they want to have fun. You know, but they make a killing off live sales, selling the albums live, doing all that stuff. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Someone just said, we need the new music. Have they seen 2020? And I was like, yeah, I get the idea. 
But I also get the idea of not wanting to release the album until it's fresh while they're on tour so they can capitalize and make as much money as possible. So, again, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer on this. I get both sides of the arguments. But, man, oh, man. Uh, there's... I actually do kind of see why people get upset. I guess that's a good way to put it. We're all starved to hear from our favorite bands, our new stuff, even if we can't see them right now. But I am also of the mindset of, if the album's finished and you're saying you don't want to do it until you start, announce it like you are actually touring, that's fine. But then give us more information. Give us some type of long-term soft date, you know? Don't do the day to remember mm-hmm. thing saying, oops, we'll get it to you. By the way, we're... 11 months in, still no Day to Remember album. Gretchen and I's ongoing joke about this nope. is still going on over 11 months. Gosh. Right. <laughs> I wonder if they will put it out, like, on the day, just a year later. If I'm correct, or it was the first week of November, so that would be the, fri- the first Friday of November, technically. If I'm right. That'd be hysterical, actually. November, so it'd be November, like- yeah, so it'd be November 6th, <laughs> which is really close was, and they could just be snarky and say, oh, you thought we met 2019 or 2020? Oh, no, we met 2020. Oh, you guys thought 2019? Oh, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like, who would do 2019? What? Those songs that were released that year? Oh, no, those are just one-offs. That would actually make some people happy. Yeah. Whether you like those songs or not, I'm in the indifference camp now that I think about it for those newer songs by A Day to Remember. Just kind of indifferent mm-hmm. to them at this point. But, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. More data remember news when it comes. And I say that because we don't know when it's going to come. But with Anthrax, I do get it from the business side. They can tour later. They can still sell that album later. Like they all, like all bands sell their albums on the road anyway. But you capitalize when you have a new album come out while you're on tour. To sell that many albums and pro- like profit that much more. Not have to split that with dis- distribution and other things like that. Actually sell hard copies to people. And sell signed copies. People don't realize you can buy signed copies from your favorite bands at the concerts. That's a big deal for a lot of people too. And you make a killing out of that. So it kind of sucks. But that's yeah. just how it is. I And I'm in the mindset. Because Anthrax was expected to have the album come out this year. If we have to wait. What is it? October? No. Six months? That's really not that big mm-hmm. of a deal, guys. We're already in October of 2020. We got Woo! some. Well, I know we got terrible news today. We still have an election to get through, but we are going to make it through 2020. 2021 is going to come. One way or another, we'll have a better idea of the direction going forward. It's not going to be that on-off switch. It's like, oh, January 1st, 2021, all problems are over. No, but what I'm saying is, in 2021, then we'll have a better idea and map of where we're going after that. Mm-hmm. is it the same leadership in the united states or is it a different leadership is covid getting better or is covid going to get stay the same are we going to be with shutdown number two or three at that point is spring going to be possible for anything and anyone can we travel outside of the country huh boy oh boy i don't know what else to say other than i support the bands either way Weezer did it, Anthrax did it, Pretty Reckless did it, many others did it off the top of my head. I also support bands that release their stuff. Deftones, Corey Taylor, Idols that just came out, just the ones off the top of my head. Marilyn Manson, you know, either way, there's no right or wrong, but I'm sure everyone's going to have an opinion on it, and that's fine too. Just keep supporting your favorite bands, whether they do it now or they do it in 2021, either way. Moving on. Very brief news before we start, Gretchen and I start talking about what we did this weekend. 
or what we saw this weekend, rather. Uh, quick news that I got from Amon Armat's camp. Just some happy little news. Jones Viking, Amon Armat's 2016 album, which was great, was certified gold in Germany. Good. I say good for them because metal bands like that don't get as many certifications anymore. So them getting something like that is huge, especially since that's not their home case, not nation either. Mm-hmm. So I say awesome. I saw Amon Amarth in 2017. I shot him. It was great. They were a lot of fun. I wish I had better uh, photos of them because, again, I was in 2017. I wasn't like I didn't have the best skills and styling a photography that i do now 2019 was my best year for photography by far and then 2020 said no you've had enough which i can't I was say 2020 was like all right let's pump the brakes hey Come i i shot three concerts in 2020 i said that before i am i, I say you're probably a lucky one i am aware that i am extremely blessed that i got to yeah. shoot three concerts in 2020 and that i was invited to three concerts in 2020 mm-hmm. you know and i didn't have to travel for them they were all in st louis and they were good shows so, hoy, hmm. boy, oh boy. There's still music coming out uh, before one other thing upcoming on probably by next Friday. I will be doing How Did I Miss This, where I catch up on albums from that were last, released in the last three months, July, August, September, that my patrons will be voting on. So if you want to get on that for Patreon, you can totally check that out. Um, they're suggesting albums right now. If you're in the starting voting tier, you can actually vote on which albums get covered because I cover six. And there's been some good stuff that I missed, too. The Killers had one. You know, there's been... Uh, there's so many others. Machine Gun Kelly had his pop-punk album. Napalm Death for the really heavy music. There's a lot of stuff that came out in the last three months. And I tried to cover the most that I could while doing the other stuff. September was my best month by far I ever had during this channel. And I've only been doing, like, one or two album reviews a month. So I have less time to focus on those. But, yeah. So, it's interesting for sure. And moving on to that, I'll let Gretchen decide. Do you want to talk about our pay-per-view that we watched, or do you want to do the Billboard Top 3 first? Oh, why did you just ask an indecisive person a question? Because I want your opinion, because I value it. <laughs> what does Ivan think? Oh, Ivan got locked out of the room. Wow. He, he, he was he really was upset. With, he was really upset with Solierna and Aaron Lewis. Wow. Yeah, he was barking too much. Oh, fair um, enough. I tell you, okay, let's do Billboard because it is a little bit quicker. So yeah. for the Billboard top three mainstream rock songs of the week, coming in at number three is Corey Taylor with Black Eyes Blue. This is at its peak position. It's at 10 weeks on the chart. I figured this one would be the higher one than the other single yeah. that was released. It's not my favorite song on the album off the self off CMFT. It's not technically self-titled, but CMFT, Corey's solo album. But I still like it. And he- hearing it live is great. And we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Number two is Patience by Chris Cornell, which fell from the number one spot. And at number one, Gretchen and I were a little short-sighted in what we saw, is Dangerous by Seether. We were were thinking it was going to start falling down a bit more. Nope, it's uh, number one, Seether, Dangerous. And Sirius XM and FM stations are still playing that song to death. Yep. To, yeah, um, it's unrecognizable and no one wants to hear it. It really feels like background noise at this point. And I don't even, I didn't even dislike the song. The melody's <laughs> fine. When I reviewed the album, I just didn't really think, oh man, Sean Morgan really gave that strong of a performance. However, mm-hmm. 
it's still fine, but they they are killing that song now. Tomorrow morning, yeah. all the classic rock stations and all the FM alt rock stations, things like that, they're going to be playing four Van Halen songs and then Seether's Dangerous on loop because they can't stop playing Seether's Dangerous even though Eddie Van Halen died. Yeah. So that's just my little rant. I think as long as there's more change-ups coming, I'm fine with it because there have been more change-ups recently in the top three, which I'm happy about. We need to start shuffling in more stuff, especially newer bands and things like that. So then let's go talk about Corey Taylor because we just mentioned him. Gretchen and I saw Corey Taylor's live pay-per-view form or against him. This was, uh, this was your first live pay-per-view stream also this year, correct? Uh, yes. Okay, gotcha. So it was mine as well. Um, that we watched live. We actually saw it on Saturday, even though it was Friday, October 2nd. We watched it like on my birthday night mm-hmm. just for something to do. Streamed it together. I bought the ticket when it was announced. This was a full production show. Pyro. They played at the forum. There was like an hour of like pre-pay-per-view footage with Bees interviewing Corey, interviewing uh, Alicia, interviewing Danny Wimmer, who was DWP, was running and promoting the show. It was like their house, you know, they ran it. So it was a lot of cool stuff that they were doing with that. It was fun. And Corey Taylor, with his backing band, they played all the entire new album. And then they played a lot of different stuff. Or not a lot, but different stuff from Slipknot and Stone Sour. My personal favorite highlights were when they played Taciturn from Stone Sour live. It mm-hmm. was great. They played Snuff live. That was awesome. And then Gretchen and I were both commenting, like talking about how good Black Eyes Blue was live. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And they opened up with my favorite song off the new album, Highway 666. Um, For some of the negatives, I will be honest when I say this, because I saw this was a killer show. I told Corey the same thing. He nailed it. There were some things that I thought were interesting, though. Um, Number one, Mm -hmm. this is something Gretchen and I both called out. Not as much cherry bombs as we thought there would be. Yeah. So they came out of the very. I definitely expected them to be a way right. I thought they would. Focal I, point. I thought they would be like intermixed throughout different songs or mm-hmm. something. And they came out at the very at the very end, the last song. They put on a good performance. They did all the stuff they would do, but I was just expecting more of that. Mm-hmm. So that's just me, though. Um, if you saw the show, great. Let me know what you th- thought in the comments. But still, I was just expecting more, and they did a good job too. So. I didn't realize how many more women they had in the group now, which is also impressive. So yeah. they're growing. So that's also really cool. Um, the only other thing, um, I don't, I got to pull up the right title. Sorry to halt the show a touch. I want to make sure I'm getting this right. There was one song that I'm not that much of a fan of on the new album. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, they, it was either the second to last song or the last song. I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was literally a great rhythm, great riffs, great drumming. It just sounded like gibberish after a while. It was just acronyms and letters. And you could tell they were having yeah. fun with it. But it was like... Is that the bathroom one? Yes, it is. European bathroom. I'm trying to look up. It's so hard yeah. to track. There we go. Sorry. It took me forever because Google doesn't have it Like on the pop It wasn't the last one, but it did feed into... It, was, it fed into the last one, right. Yeah, uh, that one was very. Um, it's the final song. It's the final song on the album, technically European tour bus bathroom song. It's yes. treated like a party song, like a chant along anthem, but it's just a barrage of alphabet letters. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's probably my biggest criticism about that al- the latest album. 
Because the new album is a lot of everything. You will not just get one style. You get like Stone Sour-esque songs. You get Corey going wild like in the title track for CMFT. You get really great new stuff like Highway 666 and Culture Head, which I really love. Man, oh man. Um, Yeah, there's just so much going on in that song. Overall, the show was great. I really enjoyed it. Do you it have was a, really well done. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts that you want to give? Just anything else that like I didn't point out? Mm. I mean, it was like full production. I was really impressed with just that. You know, they had the whole pyro aspect to it. Um, it was just, it was a really well done production that I wasn't expecting. Right. Um, just because, you know, these, these um, virtual concerts, you, you don't picture bands like pulling out all the stops. Um, but I was very impressed yeah. with it. Okay. I mean, yeah, and that's exactly what it was too. And it was a full show from them also. It was like two hours solid of music. Corey was pulling his shenanigans, like saying, how y'all doing out there? And it was just silence because there was no one, but mm-hmm. just like staff, like 20, yeah, that was pretty funny. 20, 30. He did that all the time too. It was actually pretty funny. I can't hear you. That type of stuff. Okay. He was like, all our fans, all two of them yes. showed up tonight. It's always great when both of them are here. Right. So that like he was really good at doing that. Also, they did a good job of editing everything well. It wasn't just like a live two hours nonstop, no cuts. The high production yeah. level, different camera angles and things like that all added mm-hmm. to it as well. Great stage design. I do hope they if Slipknot does not do Knotfest in 2021 like they were planning on it, like the Knotfest Roadshow, then I hope mm-hmm. Corey does a solo tour. Because I'm sure he's going crazy right now. If I know him like I think I do, he's probably able to do this stuff and have stuff to focus on. And he's already working on solo album number two. Or not work on, but he has material for it. But I'm sure he's mm-hmm. trying desperately to plan things out to get out of the house and hit the road again and see everybody. Oh, yeah. So. Someone in the chat room keeps saying, asking about uh, Bring Me the Horizon's a new album coming out. Bring Me the Horizon has a new album coming out? Good good to know. I thought they were just doing the single stuff for a while. I mean, some of their singles, the most recent ones, they've been pretty solid, too. Yeah. So I've enjoyed them. Yeah, I have, too. So I'm kind of glad the direction they're going again. If they do that, was it, uh, who was it with, the latest single? They had the oh. special guest, not Youngblood. Was it Youngblood? Yeah. Uh, Youngblood was with someone. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Bring me the horizon. I think it was. It might have been Obey. Obey's the song. Yeah, it was Youngblood. Yeah. I was right. Good. Yeah, that's my favorite of those th- the last three songs that have come out. The three signals t- singles, technically. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, it is a good one. So, good for them. Hopefully they... I know they were more thinking along the lines of just doing singles for a while now because they're not big fans of making full albums anymore. So... If they do have a full album coming out, I'll definitely check it out. I've been a fan of the band for a long t- time, even if I didn't like Amo, 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 however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> I don't speak Italian that well, if that is Italian. I'm learning French, not Italian. So, man, oh man. I just, I don't know. I hope they go in this direction, because I think it suits them better. Mm-hmm. Oy, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> I think that's all we can really add. So I'll leave it at this because I know this podcast kind of blew by. The Van Halen news really took over everything. Again, share some stories on social media. Share links to music videos or songs, whatever. Just spread the love for Eddie. Like play your favorite songs, you know. That's how you keep his legacy going. 
I mentioned earlier that How Did I Miss This is coming next week. Coming tomorrow on the YouTube channel, I'll be po posting my next list video, which is 10 artists who hate their own albums. This is a follow-up to the video 10 artists who hate their own songs. This video will be just artists who hate their own entire albums. And there's some mm-hmm. And there's some interesting Throw ones it. on there too. So check that out tomorrow afternoon. I'll be premiering it at let me do the math. 5 p.m. Eastern. So check that out if you can watch it, that, especially that first hour, because um, first day and first hour views on YouTube are massively important. So mm -hmm. if you know your favorite YouTuber is releasing a certain video at a certain time, it helps them out a ton if you watch that first hour. Just as I had, that's for every YouTuber too, not just me. So other than that, those are the things I have coming up. Gretchen just posted a vlog of a week long vlog of getting ready for Halloween season. I was in it. Yes, you were. Uh, you can see me very upset because Gretchen cheated at Mario Party and I won. I'm right sorry. Uh, excuse me? Uh. What are these false accusations you are throwing out? Don't be a sore loser a month later. Now you're starting to get a little more vocal and participate in the video in the podcast. Well, I'll, I'll tell the story properly. I was winning Mario Party for 10 rounds. At the end of the 10th round, I had four stars to her too. And the bonus stars, because you're given two bonus stars at the very end, they mm -hmm. both went to Gretchen. Mm -hmm. And then Gretchen, awesome. because you got lucky. Because I'm awesome. You're awesomely lucky. And then no. the stars were tied four to four. And literally in the last 30 seconds, I went from winning by two to losing the game because she had a few more coins than I did. <laughs> so you can see that debacle on her channel in the vlog we also do other stuff too so yay also if you don't hear from us too much this weekend it's because we're going on a little socially distanced vacation we're going to a cabin in the smoky mountains we wanted to get away for a bit and this is the perfect way to do it because that way we don't have to worry about you know actually being around crowds and this is a smart way to do it we can quarantine together because we both we both don't have anything thankfully and with yep. all the news, yeah, Mario Party about to end this relationship? Nah. I was about to say, damn, that's mm. a fragile relationship. I was going to say, if a relationship ends after one rent game of Mario Party, was it really that great of a relationship? Well, that is the third time that I've that is. beaten you pretty bad. This was this is the most upsetting one, though. <laughs> because I well, should not have, I admit, I should not no. have lost that way. Yeah, no, you, you should have won. I'll admit that. Yes. So we'll be in the Smoky Mountains this weekend. We'll post pictures on our Instagram feeds, I'm sure. Uh, please check out the yeah. videos upcoming. And since all of you were so good to join the podcast live and listen here, I will not give the exact date and time, but I will let you all know just tentatively, we are planning a new Rod, uh, Rock Coliseum live stream sometime this month. We're getting all our ducks in a row. We'll make a proper announcement for that. However, you can expect okay. another Rock Coliseum live stream from the four of us sometime in October. Woo. I'm excited. I miss them. I love doing them. <laughs> it's always a mess. It's always fun. It's always shenanigans. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you guys, especially for the ones that are listening live. You can check all these out on Spotify, Speaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, Google, and every other podcast theme you can think of. Please stay safe. I always joke about Gretchen's last line of washing your hands and everything like that look at what's happened now covid cases are massively increasing i sent the link to gretchen earlier 
over 50,000 new COVID cases in Texas this past week. <sighs> the, re- the rest of the country is not doing much better. The Midwest no. is, a, is a nightmare right now. And when we have our top leadership all getting COVID because they didn't take it serious, it's <laughs> a problem because everyone else is not getting the treatment the president had. They're not getting those experimental drugs all for free. You know, we all be in trouble. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Get a nice mask. Decorate your mask. Color in your mask. Wear a fancy Check mask. Check out. I know. They have so many custom masks that are, look awesome. There's Pretty so many. where a majority of mine have come from. Mm-hmm. There are cool masks that you can really get. So just wear a mask. It's not that hard. It's really no. not. So I'll leave that with everyone. Gretchen, is there anything else you would like to end with besides your typical statement? Mm, no. Okay. Is my statement? Fair enough. <laughs> Rest in peace, Eddie. I'll be playing Dance the Night Away in Panama later. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Keep sharing your stories. Respect to one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And with that, have a good weekend, everyone. And week. I guess it's still middle of the week. Yo. Whatever. My mind's all over the place. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>